friends. Welcome back to Where Are We Growing? The Planty Podcast. We are here doing it. <laughs> Welcome to episode 20. 20. We're on 20? Yeah. Very funny. This is the longest I've committed to anything. Are you sure? You've never done 20 of anything else? I don't think so. <laughs> You've gone to the gym 20 times. Okay, well, you're right. <laughs> We do a lot of things more than 20 times. Okay, this is the longest thing that's been, like, really out of the way, you know? Can we quick just acknowledge how exhausting it is to, like, get dressed in the morning, though, and, like, then brush your teeth and shower? Like, you know how many times we've done that? It's horrifying. Too many times. I just want to give up. And lately, I've I've been spending a lot of time pondering how much time we waste sitting in the car. Do you ever think about that? I do. It's pitiful. I drive everywhere. I drive you six drive hours on a whim. Yeah, you do. I drive a bus for work. <laughs> I always have to have something. I, I've been bringing putty along with me everywhere. No. Like, to play with. I don't know, it's nice. It's stimulating. So, sometimes it should be something to do. It keeps me off my phone, too. Speaking of amount of time, you want to know a really creepy thing to think about? I don't, I don't know. Think about how many thousands of hours you're on security footage. Like, all of, you don't say that. I've like, never thought about that. All of the recordings you're on. Of footage of me walking around stores and stuff. Uh huh. And it's just there for perpetuality. I guess some of it's. Still and you have no access to it. Oh, that's kind of creepy. We go into places like we can just record it. Isn't that fucking weird? <laughs> and now these ring doorbells. Oh, I love watching the the creepy ring doorbell. They're videos, so funny, though. but. It's, like, also kind of creepy. Like, here I am walking down the street. I'm like, hey, hey, friends. Oh, my God. Yeah, but I don't think I do it. <laughs> Thanks for the nightmares. <laughs> Been having a lot of weird dreams lately. You're welcome. Right? Well, I mean, we're we're about to su- slide right into seasonal affective disorder season, which is what this episode's about. <laughs> Speaking of seasonal depression and whatnot, my therapist ghosted me lately, uh, or recently, I guess. I've been co- ghosted by my therapist. <laughs> this has sadly happened to a lot of people. It's not uncommon, okay. Unfortunately, but it's kind of crazy. I what is like, like, I like the protocol? Think. Like, I mean, I'm sure. Like, okay, so pretty much any bits of therapy mm-hmm. is a business. Like, if you like, because you can reject any client. Like, yeah, how do you almost about that? always? Sometimes they the, sometimes they'll pop back up out of the blue. I know people whose therapists like they'll ghost for several months and they'll be back and they're like, "Hey, let's schedule an appointment." I don't know how you put up with that. My therapist goes to me for just a couple weeks, and then she did hit me up, and she was like, hey, do you want to continue sessions? And I'm like, no. Oh, my therapist, if I miss a session, she's like, oh, my God, is everything okay? Like, oh, no. I actually, I don't really miss a lot of sessions, but she was the one who missed some sessions, and I was like, what's going on here, Amber? I haven't talked to my therapist in two weeks. It's been, it's been a long time. <laughs> I love that for you. Two weeks is a lot of time without therapy. I haven't talked to mine since well before I moved, so... Mm-hmm. I need to get a new one though. Yeah, we need. It's time to move on. You can only stay with a therapist for so long. Okay, well, and this is the thing. Now that you've been therapy experienced, you kind of mm-hmm. know what you like and you know the styles, oh, and yeah. then you can like look because they like they put their styles of like yeah. what they actually do. Mm-hmm. So now you kind of know. Where like when I went to go for my first therapist, I was like, I don't know what any of this means. Oh yeah, me and my first therapist would just talk about very trivial things, just like day to day stuff. We weren't really diving deep. Oh, I, didn't, I didn't really know how to start diving deep, so then I had to switch to a new one. But anyway. This is how my therapy sessions go. She goes, how are you? And I'll be like, I had a great week. And then she just sits there in silence. And, then and waits just, for you to spill And then out. I just start spilling, and then she finds a way to connect it to my childhood, and we are sobbing. <laughs> like, I Snapchat you almost every time I'm done with therapy. I'm You'll like, be like, I didn't cry this time. And I'm like, Brandon... <laughs> For one, crying is not a bad thing. <laughs> That's the one thing I learned from Amber. She was like, I'd be like, I don't want to cry. And she was like, why? <laughs> like, I don't know. People made me think it was bad. Anyhow, you know what's bad? Having houseplants in the winter. Because that's what we're talking about today. <laughs> Love a good segue. I bet a lot of you are first-time plant winterers. Yeah, there are a lot of people who got into houseplants uh, within the last year. I mean, there's some people who got in, like, right beginning of quarantine last year, so they've gone through a little bit of a winter. But some of you might have a bunch of houseplants, and you're like, oh, no, I have a lot. This is going to be you know, a lot to handle. And uh, it could be scary. 
that's terrified. It's, I'm yeah. very experienced and I'm terrified. It's, you never know what, what winter's going to bring. We had a brutal summer full of pests, so I don't even want to know what this oh. winter's going to oh bring. God. Yeah. I've <laughs> I had every pest. Of, I don't think there's a single pest I haven't. It's I haven't hot, had aphids. It's hot pests. I think. Don't say that. Didn't you just fa- actually just find some after this, or was it no. melees or thrips? thrips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the second you were like, oh, I haven't had thrips on the podcast, Do you, now you've had them in more. No, I've had thrips <laughs> All on, the thrips. I probably had thrips on more plants than most it, people own. Yeah. <laughs> it's bad. It's not fun. But, yeah, it was a brutal year, so I'm not looking forward to this winter. But, yeah, we've gone through through a couple winters. A lot, it's, it's you know, just think about this, you guys. A lot of our houseplants are tropical plants. They're not meant to be where a lot of us are living. I know there's some people who are, like, listening to us from warm places. Fuck you. Um, and we're up here in the, in the tundra. Um, it is what it is. We have some pretty extreme temperatures up it, here. I'm you can saying, roast your plant or you can freeze it. The That's, thought of, yeah. the thought, we, like, literally are, like, digging plants out of the rainforest to bring them to our Yeah, it's pretty, it's kind of a miracle. The fact, like, honestly, if you can keep plants alive over the winter, that's awesome. If they're dying, honestly, they should be. It's <laughs> they're not meant None to be in our homes. None of these plants deserve to live. <laughs> yeah, these plants are not meant to be in our homes uh, when it's like fifty below. They're supposed to be in South America. They're not supposed to see snow. Yeah, they don't. They're not supposed to know what snow is. These tropicals. So go easy on yourself. Winter is uh, intimidating for houseplant parents, but I don't know. We're here to help you out. So unless you live in Florida. Then you have nothing to complain about. Yeah, you, you get anyone in like zone like eight or above. I like. I remember last winter, all these people in Florida like oh, winter. Oh no, it's so terrible. And I'm like, I'm literally wading through four foot snowdrifts, like with this plant I bought covered in bags to protect it oh, from yeah. the cold. Literally, when you go um, plant shopping in the winter time you have to worry about walking from the greenhouse or from the store to your car i forgot about those bags all those bags you just get so many bags yeah to cover the plants and keep them in a little warm air yeah oh my god i'm i'm gonna miss walking out with just plants in hand like no big deal and we don't have attached garages oh my god we don't have attached garages no Mm, that's gonna that's not gonna be good uh-uh. <laughs> Whatever will we do? We have to walk a few feet <laughs> to the house. That few feet could be uh, life or death for our green friends. Um, yep, we just talk, we touched on this last episode when we move in with plants. But, um, yeah. So what is the, you think, first thing that people need to know about with regards to, like, caring? Like, what, what you have to switch up with your routine and pay attention to in the winter? Well, it's definitely the conditions are changing. Mm-hmm. I personally am excited because I'm sick of watering these plants every three days. Oh, yeah. I'm like, come on, just get to two weeks. I can't deal with this anymore. Yeah, it's, um, it's a lot. But they have us running around in the summer. I, I can't keep up. <laughs> you have a lot to bring in. It, it's going to be a nightmare. Ugh. But we'll get to that later in this. <laughs> yeah. But the biggest change is because there's a lack of light and that kind of leads to all the other problems. Yeah, that's where, where it starts. And, and we'll get right into it. Daylight savings? No. We're against. Well, we love daylight savings. We hate standard time. I just, when it's already getting like dark out and I'm like, oh my God, these houseplants are already getting less and less light. And then now it's gonna be getting dark super, super early. Yeah, like I mean, the plants get a little light, but we're asleep at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't deal. But yeah, so less light. Um, if you, you know, this is the important thing to realize is how light impacts your watering in general, not just in the winter, but like less light, less watering because, you know, your soil is going to be drying out slower. Mm-hmm. Think about, I was talking to someone at a plant shop the other day and I was like, think about if you had like a wet pile of laundry. <laughs> <laughs> It's sitting there. It's not drying out very fast, but you know, you kind of you warm it up a little bit and boom, it's dry. So, whatever. That's a really good analogy. Yeah, you got a wet pile of laundry. It's just sitting there in a cold corner. Also, incredibly relatable. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then the smell of your wet laundry, and then something bad happens like overwatering your plant. That's what's happening. Overwatered soil. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so people will often uh, think that they're going to have to be watering just as often as they are in the winter. And then all of a sudden your plants are like, oh my god, too wet. 
and they're yellowing and dying off. So you have to cut back your care a little bit. You gotta find different things to do, like instead of uh, get some hobbies. Yeah, get some get some out. Um, Go to therapy. <laughs> maybe instead of watering the plant, inspect it for pests. That'll probably be a better use of your time than overwatering it. You know, find different little things to do. You know, paint some pots. I don't know. Oh get, my god, I did so much of that last winter. Yeah, do some. Um, you can start like journaling your plants. Maybe getting to know them a little bit and like keeping track of like how often you're watering. If you're like super new and you're like, okay, I want to figure out what we're doing this winter. How fast are we drying out here? You know, start journaling. Do something fun. If you're an overcarer, um, then yeah, us neglectors are thriving this uh, this winter time. We love it. <laughs> like what I else? love the growth of summer, but I hate the maintenance. It is nice. It's it's uh, pretty drastic how and I even with the I will have heat mats and grow lights, which we'll get to because I try and we don't want to go dormant here. I'm trying to trick them into thinking it is like summertime uh-huh. all the time. We do our best, but it still is a noticeable difference of how slow mm-hmm. it is in the winter compared to the summer. The the plants know. They they're aware. They've they're, got a, a good circadian rhythm. <laughs> they know what's happening. So what else is important with the, with regards to changing your care? Well, you don't want to fertilize because yeah. the plant is not absorbing nutrients as much as mm-hmm. seen by the intake of water. So because mm-hmm. they're intaking less water means they're not taking in the medium that mm-hmm. would bring the nutrients. They don't yeah. need that extra nutrient. No point. Which oh, I think a lot of new plant parents like don't think. They're like, oh my gosh, it's not growing in the winter. I yeah. need to put more fertilizer. Some people, and, and side note, people who have a plant that's like dying, they're like, oh, I, I hit it with some fertilizer. No. Fertilizer is never going to like save a dying plant. No. That's not usually never the problem. And that kind of honestly kind of sometimes hurt the plants. It's like I'm already stressed out and you're giving me chemicals. Um, there are some crazy people though that will fertilize throughout the winter. And I'll give you one rule if you guys want to go off of if your plant is actively growing and like, you know, popping off or whatever, regardless of like, any, you might live somewhere where it's like kind of cold, kind of not, whatever. It's like actively growing. You can have fertilizer in there once in a while, but yeah, it's just, you don't really need to. Yeah. These plants don't, they don't develop, which kind of leads into the next thing, which is- Photosynthesizing. (laughs) Photosynthesizing less. (laughs) Just going into repotting. Yeah. Um, I'm actually kind of crazy and I do do some repotting in the winter because things, some things have just grown so much in the summertime. They're like outgrowing the pot. So, I like to tell people to be really thoughtful with your repotting. Some people just repot for the hell of it. In the wintertime, no. I don't repot unless something like really is dying for a repot and I don't size up too much either. I don't like do too much to shock the plant. Just a very like casual like repot, almost like the plant is is like sleeping and I'm it's it's like, you know, when you fall asleep on the couch when you're a kid and your mom picks you up and you wake up in your bed. That's kinda what you want your plant to feel like <laughs> when you're moving pots in the that, winter. You were just cranking out these relatable and analogies. Yes. <laughs> it's because we we're watching you, we we're watching Netflix, so he just gets me a little bit crazy, Joe. <laughs> it's such a good show though, it's kinda crazy, but so good. Um, he's just got my gears turning. <laughs> but yeah, do you do re, do you do some repotting in the winter? I try to do as much repotting as I can. In well, okay, so this is what I've experienced is like I feel like all summer my plants grow to fill their pots, and then at the end of summer they kind of like overflow. It's like through summer they got to their capacity and then like mm-hmm. September, October, early November, like they out. are like busting out because they filled up all that space. Mm-hmm. You're like, it's time to move. Mm-hmm. I've, I've been looking at some of mine and I see the birds coming on the bottom and I'm like, oh God. Well, there's some stuff Save that I'm, I'm going to be able to keep in there for a long time. But yeah, there's some plants like like big monstera, I'm like, oh, oh, my giant bird of paradise needs a repot really bad. That thing is going to be a three-person okay. job. Bird of paradise repot videos are probably my favorite plant content. <laughs> They're insane. Because of the roots? Yes. I don't want to see my Dude, there's, okay, you know how, like, tiny the pot is that my giant one? There's four plants in that. That's, like, maybe what? Like, a? it's not a five-gallon pot. It's, like, well, three. It's a yeah. three-gallon pot. And there's, uh, and, and it is way taller than me. That plant. That plant is double as tall as you are. Mm. If you, I guess, were to like take some of the lead, like 
because some of those leaves can't really hold themselves up anymore. It's really floppy. Well, mine grew from like maybe what it's was still that? Like a foot? It won't because like I wanted a little baby one because I was like I can't. I don't have the space for a big one. It was a foot. Now it's three feet. If you can make bird paradises happy, they need to go off. Which, by the way, you guys, they need a little bit more light than people think. They need as much light yeah. as you can get. But they're not like you mine's in direct sunlight yeah. almost all day. There's not. They're not like your philodendron where you just put it in direct light. Bird paradise is really like that. In the winter, it's going on the bay window. Especially it's a warm area. A warm, that's what, nice light. That's why I sold my snake plant at that last event that was over there. That's why there's only the one because I, I was oh, like, this needs right. to be where like bird paradise goes. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing with that big thing, but anywho, it's going to have to be a big repot. Um, but yeah, there's going to be some things that I move over. I did a lot of like repotting videos like last year when I was like, what am I supposed to do for plant content on TikTok? What do, you, what do people do? So most of my old videos are just me repotting things when I'm not supposed to be repotting them. But they need, like, they were, eh. I, I didn't kill any of them by repotting them. They, they were fine. Yeah. Most of them were like just really uh some, sometimes when you're like having to water something so much because there's not a whole lot of dirt left so you're just like watering it a lot kind of get a repot i will say the repots that usually went south in the winter for me because like home depot and lowe's put out those crazy holiday arrangement plants where you can get like five plants for ten dollars mm-hmm. and then obviously they're not supposed to all be together they're all very different water requirements and they're drenched <laughs> So you repot it. It's and, always the weirdest hodgepodge of plants. Uh-huh. It, and it then, makes no sense. When I repot those, they almost always struggle. Yeah, they're like, I don't really know. They're like, I was a miracle before, but I like, now I don't know how to like make it on my own. <laughs> so I kind of have the same like feeling of propagating. I tell people to be really cautious about like what you're chopping up if you really want to do propagations. Because there's some plants that you'll chop, but because it's like not really doing much growing, it might not throw out that growth plant uh-huh. for a long time. You could sh- definitely like probably root that plant. Like that's what happened with my Rufinifora. Yeah, it just like pauses. It didn't grow for forever, and now it's touching the ceiling, and I don't really know what to do with it. But <laughs> mine was sad after moving. Um, I actually have two though now because I found one with some sporty spice variegation oh, on yeah. it. Yeah, I chopped the top of it. I don't know what I did with it, but <laughs> it went somewhere. Um, do you do a lot of propagating in the winter? Um, yes, I do, but I feel like they are very slow growing. It's cautious propagating. Plants that are a little bit more difficult to propagate are exponentially more difficult in the winter. Oh, yeah. It's going to have to be something that you're confident propagating. Um, but if you've got stuff that you are like still rooting right now, I don't feel like you need to rush to pot them up if they're not ready. Um, you know, it's not that big of a deal. Plants are plants. If they're meant to stay alive with yeah. you, then they they're will. They're trying to thrive. Yeah. They're doing their best. We all are. And I really think like wintering without grow lights versus grow lights is a big difference oh absolutely you're gonna without grow lights and stuff um you'll notice i think the effects of winter a lot more than um if you don't really add anything new yeah i had just uh last winter was my first winter adding on heat mats and that's also when my collector started to get a little more fancy um so i was like i want these plants to grow mm-hmm. i was very nervous about killing these yeah plants. i guess like i got my grow light or my not my grow light my uh heat mat about a year ago I was, uh, I didn't realize how, uh, I thought that because a plant was more expensive, it was easier to kill. Not necessarily. No. Some of those uncommon philodendrons, they're not, like, the velvety ones. Like, I had got, like, a golden dragon. It was one of my first, like, un- really uncommon plants. I paid, like, over $100 for the damn thing. Um, and I was very nervous about killing this thing, but it's just a normal philodendron. Yeah. It was easy to buy. I got rid of it since then. <laughs> Bye, plant. <laughs> Actually, Zoe has it. Hi, Zoe. So we're obsessed with you. We like Zoe. I love my plants from Zoe. My Jose is popping off. Oh, same. All the Zoe plants, I'm like, oh. Except for my Peru has... I don't even know what happened with it. I think I maybe burned it. I'm not really sure. I've probably talked about this in a podcast before. I keep getting rid of Perus. I think I did get rid of mine already from her. Because then it it keeps shooting out runners. I'm like, I don't want a runner. Give me some leaves. Yeah, I'm just not, I don't know what it is about the Peru's. Every time I get them, I just think it's like, oh, it's because, like, 
don't know, people like them, they're trendy, but they just don't do it for me. Well, I like it because they feel like those little bubble poppers. <laughs> the fun texture? Mm-hmm. They kind of, I just feel like bugs could easily hide at them in grooves and sure, 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 sure. scary. But yeah, anywho. I do I love my propagating, so... Um, there are certain things, like, we'll, we'll break the plant rules all throughout winter. It's very, like... I don't know. It's whatever works best for you. Yeah, who the hell cares? I just said in a video, my TikTok recently, the one I posted today, um, it's your plant, do whatever the fuck you want. Who cares? I was talking about there's like strong opinions with like helping out leaves. People who are like, oh my god, your plants don't need help. You don't need to help the leaves out of like the sheath. They're like helping okay. for all. Like, my, my new thing is I just take the sheath and I cut it in half. So it still has a sheath so it can collect the moisture at the bottom. But then the top half is gone. That's all you do. Yeah. You just cut that sheath, sheath in half. I do uh, some, some, some snippy snipping, but sometimes if I waited too late, sometimes the petiole gets too strained and the leaf breaks off or something, or it breaks in half. But I'm also a picker. So like, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I know. I'm like, let me help you, friend. <laughs> but I waited too long, and a bunch of leaves on my uh, Bloody Mary started popping out and not actually popping out. One after another. I'm over it. One nightmare. I can't do Bloody that. Mary. Bloody Mary. Oh my god! Don't do that. <laughs> oh my god, there's a mirror in here. Yeah! Hello! Uh, yikes. <laughs> Not you at 30 years old, was scared of Bloody Mary. <laughs> were you just shook that I said your age? No. You kind of well, looked like you were like, yes. no, I'm not. Okay. Well, okay. We're going to go. I'm going to go off on a little bit of a tangent. So I'm here for it. We, Bring us we talk you. about mental health a lot on this podcast. Yeah. And I will say as a 30 year old, I finally feel like self-confident enough. Like I believe in myself where like I can advocate for myself. And so one of the reasons why it's been hard for me to like post on social media and like do all this stuff is because I've been like really pursuing this like mental health regime and like trying to figure this shit out mm -hmm. it's so worth it mm -hmm. it's, it's a lot out. but you it's like i wish i would have done this 10 years ago like figured yourself out but i wasn't i didn't know who i was yeah. i was right. a shell of a human <laughs> so right. if you're if you're questioning just push yourself you got this take care of your mental health take care of you <laughs> i thought you would be like i thought i was going to connect back to bloody mary and like some way. <laughs> I will say, don't do Ouija boards in cemeteries. I don't think, don't do Ouija boards at all. Don't do oh, I did one in the cemetery. It led us to a grave. It was a nine-year-old girl who died of cancer. She gave us her full name, her birthday, her year, and like we would, <laughs> like literally, it was frightening. And we would go grave to grave and we'd use the graves as like the you place. You are, out of your fucking mind. mind. And she led us to her grave. No fucking shit. She led us to her grave. <laughs> you are nuts. I don't think I can do that. No. I don't even want After to that, that I've never touched a Ouija board. Don't bring them into your home. Don't be doing that. Oh, yeah. I didn't do it. I just like did it in like dorms and graveyards and all that fun stuff. <laughs> Nowhere that I lived. <laughs> That's fun and funky. Anyways, back to our ghost podcast. <laughs> oh, my God. We should do another podcast that's not plant related. What mm -hmm. else do we like? We can hardly put this together. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm like, Brandon, let's have we, two podcasts. Like, we know that we are planners, not executors. We love ideas. Some of them are just ideas, though, <laughs> that, are, that are just going to stay ideas. Okay, so we're not going to have another podcast. Sorry, y'all. <laughs> I'm going to nip that in the butt real quick. <laughs> you got to get some YouTube videos out, Brandon. I know. You I'm, like, I'm going to have a YouTube video channel. Well, I mean, I have a channel. You're like, I have a plant business. I have a podcast. I have a plant YouTube. I have a TikTok well, and okay. Instagram. Maybe when I'm on the proper medication course, I'll be able to manage my time better. But right now, it's impossible. I don't know how you're doing it, really. Because I need the Adderall. Like, I need it. I can't, I can't even cook a meal without getting distracted. Literally, I will be in the middle of making breakfast. Yeah, you were breakfast. like, I need to stay in the kitchen, otherwise this is going to go up in flames. I have to bring my phone in the kitchen, because if I don't bring my phone in the kitchen, then I will wander. <laughs> like, at least if I'm, like, sitting on my phone at the, at, the, at, the, at the stove, like, I'm not moving. So I'm like, oh, shit, this egg. Flip it. <laughs> we're like, I'll wander to my room. I come back, I'm like, oh, here's a burnt egg. I'm cool, cool, cool. <laughs> I'm thankful that my toaster oven makes this weird click noise to like indicate that it's still going. 
because I'll hear it like faintly, and I'm like, oh yeah, I'm making French toast sticks, which by the way take forever. Which okay, also <laughs> another tangent: air fryer timers. Oh. Or you never know what to do, so I just put oh, it the max so time. I put it 25 minutes, and I just keep checking it. But then I forget, and then all of a sudden, 25 minutes have passed, and my chicken nuggets are black. <laughs> okay, well, honestly, I almost every here we go, guys. You can almost always put something in the air fryer at like 350 for. Oh, um, I'm so lazy. I put it at 420. It's a nightmare. What? Oh my god, I threw. Burn, burn, burn. No, 350 for 15 minutes is enough for nuggets. What are you doing? But also, every air fryer is completely different. I've used a couple, like at other people's houses. My mom has one. Everyone's is different. Oh, my family has like this really fancy one that's like a mini oven and air fryer. My, and my mom pack. does the grill thing too. <laughs> like opens up like a freaking grill. George Foreman. Yeah, which she had one of those too. She's a quesadilla maker. My mom's got all the kitchen gadgets. <laughs> I aspire to be here, but also. Now that I've moved, like, you know how much kitchen shit, like, takes up with moving? Okay. There's so many cabinets full of things. Uh, yeah, but now you have cabinet space. Uh, but, I, no, but do you remember? I had a lot of cabinet space at that well, apartment. you had a lot of cabinet space, but you didn't have other storage, so you had to use your cabinet space as storage. Yes, true. But now I don't, like, I, we need a little bit, we need one more closet on, like, the main level, which would be nice, because... Now there's, like, random things where I'm like, I want this to be, like, at my reach down here, but I have nowhere to put it because, like, the, um, one of the eh, closets I'm using for, like, the cat litter box, like, that's your little closet. We could have a bunch of things in there, but yeah, don't like I need them. to figure out how to hang them up so they're just, like, hanging above her yeah. box, because that's a lot of empty space. <laughs> Anyways. So, you bring a lot of plants inside. You're doing... Well, this know. is... Is this your first time doing a bunch of plants that you're bringing inside? Yeah. Okay. Because I lived in an upper at my last house. Oh, yes. And so, like, I could have put plants... In the yard, but okay. But as you know, them. out of sight, out of mind. Oh yeah, they're 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 not even in the house. Gone. I mean, death to them all. <laughs> this is gonna be in every episode. Oh, <laughs> uh, because you literally had a monstera on the like tipped over, and it was right there. <laughs> and even, even then, like, you were like, "Yeah, I saw that." Like, like, by the way, your five foot tall monstera is tipped over again, again. <laughs> And you're like, yeah, I saw that this morning. So it's like, yeah, if you if you really didn't have access to your planes, if they're right out there and they're not being taken care of, if they were uh, on a different level, that would be hard. So I'm excited to see how it goes for you. But it's not going to be good. I will say that right now. <laughs> we we did. You like were nervous at the beginning of the summer. Where you're like, I'm going to put all these plants out here, and you're going to bring more like in. You're going to buy more plants, and like then you're going to bring them inside. Literally, you were like, okay, you're bringing all these plants out, and you're just going to buy all these other plants. Gonna have you're gonna fill up your space and then yeah. it's gonna be wind and here we are. Yeah, and now you're like, guess who's know. psychic? Nicole fucking Larson. <laughs> oh, I'm a psychic. <laughs> no, me and Brandon are just the same, so I can just predict that this sounds like, like something I would do. You're lucky you like moved in at like the end of summer, so it was like you didn't have time to like really yeah. shove shit outside. Um, yeah, I don't even know what's put out there. I did have, I have a big begonia out there. It seems like it's the thing is the second I put it out there. It's been storming, like, every week. <laughs> this poor thing's been through it. it well, my plants it. have been, like, through the desert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I mow the lawn once a month because it doesn't grow instead of drought. <laughs> yeah, My poor plants are like, help us, please. <laughs> yeah, but now we've got, we've been getting a little bit of water the last couple of weeks, so now the, like, lawns are getting lush again. Oh, I just, I just, I just cut it last week. I have to cut it again. It's like yeah, this lawn. Yeah, it's... My now I've got my neighbor coming over and mowing my lawn because he's that, like twenty bucks a week. That adds up. Yeah, that adds up. I don't think he's coming over weekly though, but he probably should because it's getting long again. It's gonna be a a bitch to mow something that long. I was uh I'm very I don't know we're not, we we won't get into this like I mean I won't say what we're not getting into because that's dumb, but. I'm very anti-lawn. Have we talked about this before? We probably touched on anti-lawn. I feel like we've probably touched on it. And now I have a lawn. Still very anti-lawn. We are spending time cutting, weekly, cutting a crop, cutting something that we don't do anything with it. What is it? And people don't use their lawns. Like, I use... I use a lawn a little bit more than I think the average person does. Like, Like, I like to... Like, literally, I'll, like, put a towel out and, like, lay in the grass. But like, like people don't do that. Our local pollinators. Hello. Also, it's bad for our environment and like our the 
uh, soil because grass has such a uh, shallow root system. Shallow root system is bad for the soil. Oh, I just heard a cat meow out there. <laughs> meow? Who was that? <laughs> um, yeah, we don't have a kitty producer with us today. We're locked out. Yeah, Cece is uh, doing her own thing. She's working on her own podcast. Kind of being crazy today. <laughs> so I guess what would be the protocol then for bringing plants in? I mean, are you worried about bringing in critters? What if you so, bring in some walnuts? Yeah, from the, the squirrels. The squirrels outside, they hate my. Well, they love my ruby necklace. They keep trying to bury walnuts in it. <laughs> like they literally cr- climb up on the railing of my porch and then like plop a walnut in. <laughs> and I, then all of a sudden, I see like pieces of it on the floor. And I'm like. Oh, Sorry, that's so funny. Let me have a sip of this espresso martini. Delicious. And keep listening to you. We need... Uh, okay. We need to do, like, a boozy botanical night. Yeah. That'd be so fun. Maybe they need to be our first, like, um... Holly Angelique, you guys come here. We'll come host here. a what? Minneapolis boozy <laughs> botanical night. Can you imagine how crazy it's going to be four people screaming, like, into the microphone? We like, can barely handle three. Holly's gonna be like, "What the fuck's going on?" <laughs> I don't know, cause it'd be like, cause Angelique is, uh, I would say loud, but like Angelique has a lot to say. Yeah. So I feel like we're gonna. She's never... poignant. Poignant. Point. P O I. What? Poignant. We'll never be on topic. We're, we can't. You and I can't even be on topic. But I was gonna say they should be our first like. Um, they should be our producers. Video chat. They should produce our podcast. They, they could keep us on. Going on. They're well, going to produce us from two different... St- they got to produce their own thing together. <laughs> the hell? <laughs> what I need... This is... What I, I don't know. Do you ever think about, like, I need my own manager because I'm horrible at responding oh, to my own We need assistance. But I... Yeah, you know, like, assistant would be cooler because I don't like someone to be my boss. I don't like a manager, but an assistant would like, be Like, I just want to be like... this. But I don't make money for myself as it is, so yeah. I could not pay... I'm like, this is what I need to get done for the day, and, like, I know I'm not going to be able to accomplish it all, so please help me pick up my slack. Oh, yeah. Give me the reminders. I just want the slack picked up. <laughs> Although I would, I, I think I would enjoy a manager who would be like, who would push me to like, I just do things want to respond to the emails and like, get, like spam. Yeah. Like we need a manager picture. and we need a manager, a publicist, and an assistant. So if, if six people are willing to work for free, <laughs> please uh, email us wherewegrowing at gmail.com. We're already working for free. <laughs> No one cares about us that much. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be funny. I hate it. Well, just like our uh, will to live, some plants go dormant in the winter. <laughs> I was like, where is this going? <laughs> Indeed. Um, it's not very fun. Like I said before, I do not support dormancy personally. I don't you like try to, to trick them into optimism. <laughs> yeah, I'm like I personally do not like to participate in dormancy. I don't practice it. Gaslighting people isn't cool, but gaslighting your plants is. <laughs> yes, <laughs> gaslight your plants. It's not winter. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> gaslight gatekeep grow boss. You don't want to grow. <laughs> get out of here. Only the toughest survive. <laughs> but get some grow mats. Trick them. Really, just do it. A um, little bit more light and some heat. Just like they're gonna keep keep doing the damn thing. But beware of your vent system because oh, yeah. that's pushing out the hot, dry air. Also, pull your pull your plants back from the cold windows. If you've got some icy windows, yeah. your foliage is not quite gonna like lean up against that. Not very good. You know, like when you're in the car and you're like driving and you're like you put you're your, your head against the window. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, but here's me and Nicole. Like, we're driving. We've got, like, our foot up. <laughs> How did you know? We don't drive like normal people. <laughs> we don't drive like normal people. My car drives people. itself, thank I God. was playing with putty today. Literally, I sit like this in the car. I have to play. Because <laughs> my have, car can, like, drive itself, so I'm just sitting here I cross-legged. Have, I have to play, have some putty in my hands so I don't, like, text and drive or anything <laughs> crazy. It's so boring. Driving is not stimulating enough. Oh, that was when I, when I did my psychotherapy the other day. I was like... Yeah, driving is really hard for me. It's just so <laughs> boring. So, well, when, when you're driving like a route that you do a lot and you're just like, here we go. It's like you... you yeah, I'm just going know. autopilot. I'm yeah. like surprised I haven't gotten into accidents with like how my brain just kind of shuts off. I can't think about it too hard though because I'll be like, oh my God, I'm driving. <laughs> I hate driving. I can't think of it. I love it. driving because I want to be in control, but I don't. 
like driving. Same, yeah. Like, usually I'm the driver of the friend group. You're, like, the only one that has, like, driven me. Like, there's only a couple people who are, I'm like, okay, you can drive. It's like, because I, I like to have well, you're control not a of the driver. transportation. I have some chaotic driver friends. You know who you are. But you're not too bad. <laughs> I'm, like, a, even, I'm, a, I'm a... You stay calm even... Controlled aggression. Yeah. We were on the side of the road with a bumper hanging out. I know how great it is in, in, in a crisis. <laughs> it's not bad. I don't hate it. I'm really good at crisis management. It is good. But I think you're a little too comfortable with it, to be honest. Because I live my life in chaos. <laughs> Which is another thing I'm working on in therapy. Yeah. To live in a safe space. When you get... I was thinking about that today a little bit with myself. I was like, am I a little bit too addicted to the drama? To the chaos. It's not even the drama. I was thinking about am just like... Am I the drama? Am I the drama? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, I'm just like... It's just interesting because life just gets boring. I'm like, I don't want it to be my drama, but I just like to... Like, when, like for example, when I'm on my For You page, I'm looking for stories. I just want to hear the thing. I'm like, I want to check back in. And then all of a sudden I see that this person's live. Oh my God, they're answering questions about it too. Live <laughs> questions. Let's do it. Like, I can't get enough. Anywho. Um, what are some, let's talk about some of the plants specifically that like go dormant. What, what plants should be people be keeping their eyeballs on? Last winter, for me, my allocations, they crapped out. Oh, they say bye-bye. Toodles. Um, I got my first allocations actually during last winter. And same. They were just never like a thing for me. Like Alocasia Friday was my first one. Oh, it took me a while to find one. And it was really weird because I found it at an outdoor nursery center in Chicago. Like nice. they had succulents, but other than that, it was all outdoor plants. And then all of a sudden, they just had it. Friday. Oh. As uh, I yeeted that out the window, didn't. Didn't do my research to realize you could revive them. Yeah, so you guys, there's some of these plants, when they die back, don't throw them out. Well, first, well, here's the thing. You can if you are. I'm always going to support if you can't, if you don't want to plant around, it's not bringing you joy or whatever. You can get rid of it by all means. Yeah, if it's stressing you out, yeah. even if it's your favorite plant, if it's like draining your mental health, which yeah. a lot of my favorite plants do drain my mental health. Yeah, plants are supposed to be there <laughs> to make awesome. you <laughs> Plants are supposed to be there to make you happy. So if it's not making you happy, you can get rid of it. But give it to someone who doesn't mind a pot of dirt, maybe. <laughs> so I've, I've, I'm addicted to corms. I'm just like a friends that are. You're so good at that. Give me your allocation corms. Well, because here's the thing: half of my allocations turn out to be rehabs, anyways. So I'm gonna have to nurse it back from a corm or from a chunk, anyway. So I might as well just start from scratch. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> but anyways, the allocations for sure. I think you can if you get a little crafty, maybe surpass the dormant part um you might still lose some leaves but there are some people who've been able to keep them alive throughout yeah. the winter i find that mine so say it has like five or six leaves it'll die down to two and those two leaves will do nothing manifest. for a while they'll just live their best life they'll just survive and then all of a sudden that comes back to life later yeah yeah it's not fun because we like to watch the plants grow but you're just kind of there babysitting them throughout the winter for some of them. Um, I'm personally not big into the colocations or caladiums since they are designed to be more outdoor. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, if you've got those inside, do not be attached. Yeah. My, well, my one caladium didn't last the summer, but the other, the Miss Muffet, was that the one? I don't remember which one it was, but the red one, the reddish one. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. yeah, it's still out there. It's thriving, oh. but it's going to die. And the thing with caladiums is numbered. the bulbs are huge. Oh, yeah. I couldn't big. believe that. They are big. They're like big flat discs. Ooh. Weird. I, it, that's why it's in a weird pot. I literally had to take a bigger pot and like cut it down. <laughs> a pot inside a pot. Because <laughs> that's the thing with caladiums. Like, allocations, you can leave them in the soil to treat them like they're a normal plant. Like, even though they don't have leaves, they're still absorbing moisture. Mm -hmm. But, like, caladiums, they just poop into the little, the little little pod. You gotta cut off the roots, you put it in a, some paper towel in a bag and you throw it in the dark closet. Yeah. Keep it in your dark closet. I'm oh. really wondering if this one will come back in the spring. Well, we'll see. That'd be fun. People are crazy. Some people also just buy caladium bulbs to begin with. They don't, even, are so they don't even mess around with getting the leaves. They're just like, I just need my bulbs. I can revive these. Um, they're fun and cheap to get as bulbs too. Yeah, they're like five bucks a piece. Mm -hmm. I love it. What what plant can you get for five bucks? 
I did get a big ox salad for five bucks. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. No, that was three. Three dollars. Well, it was originally five and it was on sale and you didn't know it was on sale. Yeah, that was a good deal. I love an ox salad. I think those actually die off, too. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Mine lives right in my uh, west window, so we'll see what happens. I'm scared about... I have a little booby cactus in the window, too. Um, interesting to see how that goes, because that's the only cactus I'm worried about keeping alive, because those are kind of expensive. I traded for it. But yeah. They used to not be that bad. Now they're like... Some of them are like a hundred fucking bucks. For a tiny one. Yeah. Stupid. I did see some on Facebook the other day for like less than 30 for a decent size, and I was like, oh. Okay. And also I've noticed a lot of them aren't boob-shaped now. They're like... Oh, they're varieties of them. There's some that are like cultivars of that type of cactus. They're not the original booby cactus. There's also penis cactuses. Are we allowed to say these words? I think so. <laughs> I did, I just think we we're talking about planning. We're, we're like very worried that our podcast is going to be marked as explicit. Because <laughs> apparently Apple likes to do that. There are some like nasty people talking yeah. about podcast. Like, and, they're, and they're not marked explicit. Oh, so I think we're fine. Yeah. We're not saying it in an explicit way. We're just... No. We're saying words. <laughs> No, we love a. Uh, I was trying to think of a word, just icky cacti. In a vulgar cacti. Yeah, vulgar cacti. I was gonna say rancid, and that's not the right word. <laughs> yeah, we like them when they are uh, rotting. We really <laughs> like them. Oh my god! I can't. So supposedly carnivorous plants have a dormant stage. I'm no, scared. I'm scared. What should I expect? So basically, nepenthes. Are the main plant that won't that you can avoid dormancy. What the hell? That's rude. Um, because they're tropical. So most like okay, a large portion of carnivorous plants are not truly tropical. So like Saracenia, Venus flytrap, like a lot of them don't grow in the rainforest. Okay. And so they don't have this year-long growth period. Mm. And so a lot of them will just shut down in the winter. Where Nepenthes does grow in the rainforest, and so they have this year-round cycle where if you don't have the grow lights, you don't have the humidity, they will go dormant, but not because they have to. Because they're just, like, feeling like it's time to Yeah, go. like my Sarancinia, which is an American pitcher plant, like, that will most likely go dormant. Well, also, I've been very bad at keeping the distilled water in it, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that thing is so cute. Oh, I can put fish tank water in it because I in the bogs. Oh, yeah? You could do that. Um, my, not specialty, but my preferred carnivorous plant is the butterwort or ping. Is it pinguicuda? I don't know how to say it. <laughs> that's how I say it in my head so I know how to spell it, but I don't think that's how you really say it. I don't know. I don't think I've ever Ping actually... butterwort. Pinguicuda. We all know I don't do well with scientific names. <laughs> I don't love the scientific names. Except for... I learned how to say words. World Guianum. World Guianum, yeah. I'm really good at that, and people are like shocked. But there's I just, some, that, yeah, that's there's how some you words that just come, come on, yeah. You hear it enough, and you say it enough, it just like kind of, be, kind of just sticks. But I love better words. They, if you're not unfamiliar, I very highly suggest you look up, uh, look up. What is it? Pingdom. Pingdom. P i n g d o m. Pingdom hashtag on Instagram. You'll see all the beautiful pings. Um, and they basically look like succulents, but they're kind of like sticky traps. Yeah. And, uh, um, they flower and they're so cute. Um, they're kind of expensive because they're hard to find. I don't know. I hope that we can get some around here more, but. Um, I'm surprised we don't see them more. Yeah. Because you see sundews a lot. Yeah. We, we've been seeing sundews here and there all over the place. And I don't, I don't like sundews. They look like a moldy flower to me. <laughs> I think they're fun, but. I uh, had a really hard time keeping that one alive. That one really needs high humidity for that dewiness to stay on there and having them not curl up. I kept it alive for a while, but I think it definitely needed more light. Um, and I wasn't good at keeping up on the watering. It's, but I did have them all, and I had like a bunch of my carnivorous plants together in one tray, and I would just fill up the tray with just some water, and they would all hang out together. But Well, I have one in each cabinet to like get the fungus gnats. Yeah. So it's like, ugh, I have like reach in and like... But is, is your butterwort catching gnats yet? Oh, yeah. Tons. Okay, good. That's good. But it, it, it's growing so fast that it'll catch them on the leaves and then new leaves grow over it. Yeah. Oh, I'm glad that you're having a good time with that one. Um, I just ordered some more in the mail, you guys. So that's what I opened up this morning. I had a... I was waiting for my package from Steve's Leaves 
didn't show up yesterday. But bright and early, USPS shows up with my... Bright and early? Bright and early. It was 9.30. I don't, I don't think I've ever had a UPS package come before 7 p.m. What? I would, I'm usually used to, like, when I lived at my mom's, we would get our, like, mail around, like, noon or yeah, 2 o'clock. Yeah, that's when we got it growing up. Um, but my... Uh, and I live in, like, more of a... Or closer to the city, so people deliver my mail on foot. They just, like, park at the end of the block and then walk around and walk up to our... Oh, my doors. God. That's what they did in my old neighborhood. It's so like, cute. I'd, like, watch them because they'd do the other side of the street. And I was like, yeah, they, they're come, coming, they're come coming. on, come yeah. on, come <laughs> on. And I'm, like, staring out my window. Yeah, I heard some, like, beeping this morning outside my door. I'm like, what the hell is that? And I see her walking away. And I'm like, oh, she just clicked in some packages. One of them was the Amazon thing that Eddie ordered yesterday that showed up this morning. Oh, yeah. It was before 9.30. Well, that was, like, the package today. Yeah, so it was a package from Car- uh, California Carnivores, um, and I got three little butterboards because I keep giving them away. <laughs> I was down to one, so I'm like, I need more. So I ordered some more. They f- I got like the notification that they were in stock, and I was like, mm, let me go see. And I kind of looked at the website, and I was like, okay. Um, and then I went and looked back, and there was still some in stock, and I picked a bunch that were under $15 because you know they can get kind of crazy. Yeah. And they sell out really fast on there, so I'm like, I'm going to snatch okay. them up. I do have a gripe against uh, carnivorous plant sellers. Mm. Nepenthes. There are so many beautiful pictures. Yeah, they're crazy. And they they lure you in with a fully mature picture picture. It's and then the idea. plant they send you is like two inches tall, has like pictures that are like maybe a centimeter. Yeah, they need to be. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah, maybe in like <laughs> 10 years it'll look like the picture. Have you met words? Have you seen some people's like before and afters of like plants that are just a year old? Like for example, it's anthuriums. Anthuriums get so big in a year. Yeah. I can't believe it. Anthuriums for me live up to the hype, but every other plant I own, I'm like, how do these people grow these plants so fast? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what are you doing? Like, the six month difference, and they're like tripled in size. I'm like, I give them near perfect conditions, barely grow. Except for the micas. You saw that today. Yeah, I, I didn't send you a picture of mine because I'm uh, astounded. We, we I bought am the jealous. same micas, yeah. same day, this is what happened same to me Nelson. place. Literally, me and Nelson bought the same, like, micas pretty much. And his looked better than mine. Even after I combined three together, his original one was bigger than mine. Yeah. Like, three combined. I remember that you like, oh, I'm trying to, like, make it look like the other one. Yeah, I was like, I'm trying to make it, like, full and bushy. So, I'm like, this time I just want to start with an already bushy lichens, which we did. And we both snatched one up. And yours is, like, three feet long. And mine has really done much of it. we only bought them, like, we bought them on the 4th of July. Granted, I did did move. But now it's, like, sitting, and it's getting decent. It's sitting under a grow lake. But also, you moved into a significantly better growing situation. I don't know. It's sitting, I guess I don't really have it in the best spot. But it's sitting under a grow lake kind of with my um, pileas. Not the darkest corner of your grow, your plant room is better than the best corner of this house. <laughs> True. Yeah. You do have a pretty dark house. Um, so, <laughs> you know what, speaking of, my house is getting pretty dark, though, because I don't have any lights. Oh, yeah, you, in, don't, have, you don't have these. Booby, yeah, there's no booby, booby lights. lights. There's some in, the, like, the hallway and upstairs, but there's not any in the living room. So the living room is just freaking dark. You haven't gotten any lamps yet? No. I feel like I have an extra lamp somewhere. If it's not ugly, I'll take it. I don't know where it is, but I <laughs> feel like I do have one. Because it was on my shelves, and then I got rid of it. I had some type It's of like, it's this one. I have another one of those. I just don't know where it is. Interesting. I lose everything. I need to hit up Ikea again, because I need some more. I need some, like, side table type things. Like, I need something to go in the corner to put a plant on and some other things. Because right now, I'm just putting things on boxes. Okay, there's a cardboard box that is behind my chair that is like acting as like a little plant stand. <laughs> it's not cute. <laughs> but you can't tell because the chair is hiding the cardboard box, I will say. Frat chic. Frat chic. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Anyways, back to planties. So, carnivorous plants we just talked about. But, um, I mean, as far as dormancy, it's just being aware that there are plants that are going to have their little cycle of slowing down. Some plants won't really do much of anything. Like yeah. they'll still, they might not like drop a lot of leaves, but they'll kind of just take a little pause. Yeah, they go on hiatus, just like yeah. us. <laughs> they just need a little break. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have to keep fucking doing shit throughout. We have to live our lives every day. <laughs> have you seen the TikTok where it's like, 
It's like, I know that we're like living through a pandemic and like, there's like an apocalypse basically, but keep going to your job. Like, keep working, keep working, keep going to your job that you hate. Keep going to your job that you hate. And it's like over and over again. And I'm like, ah, I'm going to die. Oh, I love it. But we also don't. We don't love it. We're pretending. We don't love it. Anyways, do what you want. But... Our experiences with uh, winter and, uh, I don't know, houseplants have been, uh, I don't know. Last winter, I would say, is probably my first winter that I was proactive. Yeah, I was like, we're we're going crazy. All winters before that, I would just, like, plop my succulents on the windowsills. And And pray. (laughs) My pothos would just hang out. And you would just let it happen. I didn't have any plants that were, like, going to, like, rapidly decline in the Mm -hmm. winter. So it really depends on, like, what your collection is. Yeah. If you don't want to think too much about winter, like you don't have to worry a lot. There's some people that stress a lot. It's never winter in an Ikea cabinet. <laughs> oh, yeah, think about that. Like, oh, what was that wheeze? I love oh, my, that. My asthma, my asthma sickness is coming out. <laughs> yeah, we've doing a lot of goofy giggles and, like, noises. Sorry, headphone users. We don't edit, edit any of this out. No, so. we've, we've gotten to the point where we're like, well, you're just going to listen to our bullshit. <laughs> yeah, unless there's like a really long pause or something or like actual noise. We're just like, we just kind of keep keep going. We do our best. <laughs> but I don't know, I can't think of any like crazy winter experiences I've had. What sucks is that if you live in a house and you're used to like going outside and doing your little repotting, you can't really do that. Oh, anymore. it's the worst. And you can't stick your plants outside to like just get them out of sight. You're like, ah, I'm just this thing or this thing is like full of pests. You can't just stick it outside. I forgot about having to repot plants in the winter. Oh, yeah, because you, you literally just go out there and do them in your grass. Literally. <laughs> you just like the realization. There's more like, perlite in my lawn than soil. <laughs> That's true. There's a lot out there. Just like dead leaves too. You're gonna have to like you should get a little compost bin. That's what I did. You should get a little compost bin for like dead leaves. It's too much work. It stinks. <laughs> it doesn't stink though. No, not like an actual compost bin. I'm talking okay. I'm talking about like lazy compost bin. It's a bin that you just throw dead leaves in. There's oh. nothing else in there. Fun doing no. that. Doing anything. No worms. No, nothing crazy. It's just like so that you can so that you don't have to have like piles everywhere. And there's a designated place for those things to go, and then you can eventually bring it outside and let nature okay. do its thing. Well, I have a garbage can in my bedroom, and I'm too lazy to lift up the lid, so there's just leaves on the floor. Because I'm See, a lazy you, piece of shit. You need shit. to have an open bin. But then it gets, then it like looks gross. And I'm like, Mm. ugh. (laughs) Sometimes my fish die and I have to throw it in there. Oh my god. You don't feed your dead fish to the cats? That's not a thing? I mean, I've never done that. I mean, I could try. Okay, my cat literally ate a freaking spider. So. Okay, Cece does (laughs) eat spiders outside. I don't know. I don't know if they do it. These animals are just freaking nasty. Why do they do that? I don't know. It's so gross. And the spider. Okay, you see, we have the same spiders outside of our house. They're horrifying. Yeah, uh, huge. Because did I send you the video? Yeah. Yeah. The because the, the the legs were already curled up, so that thing she ate was like the body of it, and it was huge. I'm glad she killed it. I was like, thank you, but like you don't need to try. I guess I didn't have to get rid of it. Then it was nice. It was kind of a win win. But I'm like, you lick my face, cat. Why, Icky? I don't like it. <laughs> but moving on. Um, let's touch on the things that you can add to your, uh, uh, setup to kind of make it a little bit easier. We've already talked about a couple things. Yeah, we talked about grow lights. Do we want to talk about where we get people, like, our, that's the number one question. Uh, yeah. It's like, where do you get your lights from? Okay, listen up, everyone. The GE LED grow light. GE. I love my GE light. Okay, you, we both have different GE lights. Yeah, they have a couple different ones. They do work. I will say you have to be aware because that they're very powerful. They're very powerful. I mean, when I use my light meter on it to see how much like is how much foot, how many foot candles those are giving off compared to like the three prong Amazon ones, it's like five or six times as much light. It's a lot. So it can burn foliage a little easier, like things like philodendrons and monstera or whatever. But if you have things that like sun stress, like if you have fun hoyas that you want to sun stress, or even like, I mean, my pileas love it. I oh, yeah. I put my hoyas right up to it. They love it. It's amazing. So and my carnivores. Yeah. Right up there. The GE ones GE ones are pretty, uh, pretty good options. And then I just have some... Like, and they like the GE because they don't look too white and they don't look too yellow. Yeah, they're, like they're a good color. A perfect balance. Mm-hmm. 
like you, the what like I would say like because you have the bulbs, I have mm-hmm. the strips mm-hmm. or not the strip. It's like a big. It's kind of it looks like a fluorescent unit, mm-hmm. but like your bulbs that you have are like it looks fashionable. Mm-hmm. It's like a fashionable light, even without a fancy like covering. Like even the outside looks. Yeah, good. you wouldn't know that it was really uh, plant light right away. Like if you want to, that was something I was comfortable like hanging up in my living room. So I'm like, this isn't too, too ugly. And you can even put, like, a hood over it and make it even more, like, fancy. Um, I bought a cord for it separately from, like, Walmart. Um, and it ended up fitting, thankfully. I just freaking ordered one. You know, it's just like, this better work because I don't know how to return things in the mail. <laughs> or I don't want to go through the trouble of returning things in the mail. I can't. Um, I just figured out, like, the mail, like, two years ago. So. <laughs> and I would do that. I'm still figuring out the mail. It's They change it up on us, though. Thirty cent increase. What? How many days? Two weeks. Thirty cents more per package. Well, yeah, we're about to get into the slow season of like of mail, and we're not going to be able to like order as many plants because it's going to be cold. That's the that's the worst part about winter in house plants is, is mail. Especially when you live. Okay, now you live in your first house. You can't because at an apartment, even if they keep your package for days, they can sit in an office. It's fine. But sitting at your front porch and three outside. feet of snow. No, I gotta be like keeping my eyes peeled. Uh huh. Maybe I should have a special little. You can't like, do anything. No social I should life. have a special little treasure chest out there for them to put my packages in. With a heater. <laughs> <laughs> a heated. A yeti coolie with a little heater going into it. <laughs> Crazy plant people. So those are some things you can add. <laughs> Um, we did mention heat mats, so heat mats are, uh, pretty, pretty nice, especially for if you, uh, you're having like a drafty home, it's getting cold. Heat mats are really nice, especially yeah. for, uh, letting the soil like dry out a little bit faster. I, you, that's my favorite thing to do is like, if you have a plant that you, you're like, oh no, it's not absorbing yeah, water fast enough, like I'm yeah, afraid that you get this is gonna... It shows up cold. Yeah. Throw it on the heat mat. Yeah. Dries it out. Mm-hmm. A miracle. Um, you could like do little makeshift greenhouses. I don't know anything to create more humidity, or you can add a humidifier if you want because it's gonna be a little bit more dry. The humidifier, I think, is the best. Even if you can't, like, if you don't want to put grow lights, you can't. Like, I think a humidifier is a great addition to your little plant collection in the winter because it's so dry. It's so dry, icky. Your plants don't like it. We don't like it. Not good for the skin. Not good for like I don't know. Your nose. Now that I'm... I have sinus problems, like... Oh, I have a sinus problem right now. I'm like... (laughs) (laughs) But I have retinol. I'm going to die in the winter. My face is flaky as it is. (laughs) I'm very nervous. Oh my god, we've been talking for an hour. Good Wait, it's been an hour? (gasps) Oh no. Uh, I feel like we didn't even get as off topic as we did last time. (laughs) I know, but why do we talk so much? I don't even remember the beginning of this. Anyways, <laughs> make sure to be looking around for the pests. Bye! <laughs> I, in my experience, pests are usually less in winter, which I do enjoy. I feel like I don't have spider mites in the winter that much. I feel like I usually get them more in the winter because it's it's dry. They like yeah, it. Yeah, they do like dry. But I, I feel like the plants in my cabinets get the most spider mites. And I'm like, why? It's 96% humidity in here. Yeah, it's goofy. I do. I, I notice them in like some green... But also... Plants. I have those tiny little white ones. I used to never have those. I used to get the big ones that you could see, and they're like, dah, 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 dah. now I just have those <laughs> microscopic white ones. Gross. And they're destroying my plants. Uh, better that than thrips. They're thrips are like thrips are horrible, but it's like they're they're a lot more daunting because it's really like, is it gone? Is it not? Spider yeah. mites, you know if they're you can see them or not. Like you can wipe down the plants and know that there's nothing on there. But like, well, no, 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 not the ones I have. They They're that small. They come back. The mature ones are like... Make sure you're wiping down around your area because they can be waiting on the sides of the wall. It's horrifying. <laughs> you saw my varicosum? It looks like shit. It doesn't look like shit. Okay, the top leaf is beautiful. The rest are like struggling. Yeah, it's uh, varicosum. They they get the mites. All the velvety philodendrons. Anyone can get it. All those green lace wings are going to... Fuck those spider mites up. <laughs> They're like, can't wait. Don't tell Brenna. 
Anyways. I don't think Brenna listens to this podcast, even though we talk well, about even it so if she much. Does, even if she does, she would be listening all the way to the end of this podcast. Yeah, she'd be like an hour. Yeah, an hour. <laughs> she'd, be, she'd be like, kill me now. Anyway, no, I have the best roommate alone. Brenna's amazing, but... But you're going to be releasing bugs I'm, in secret. Yeah. Well, they're going to be contained in the cages. I'm not going to like put them on my loose plants that are on the house, so... Yeah. And then when they're mature, they only live like three weeks. Unless they mate. Unless they mate. <laughs> What is these, like, oh, words popping up on okay. your... Okay, Blue Nose, a piggish or punctual person. I don't know. Okay, so I have an iMac, and it just... Your computer. It, like, this is like the... the screensaver, also, like, I don't, has I don't, random words. I don't know why it has... Sometimes it has a screensaver, sometimes it doesn't. I don't know how this sometimes goes Sometimes it around. just turns Usually black. Usually it just turns black. Oh, weird. Yeah, there's, like, um, words flashing across the screen, and then it'll pop up with one and then give us the definition. What's the next one? Cairn. That's, okay, it's, oh, that's not the word. Illicit. I know what illicit means. <laughs> Anyways. Make sure you guys said the O-thrift. We know what that means, too. English! <laughs> um, we uh, need some emails from you guys. Oh, we have emails. Oh, my gosh. Oh, I know this has been an hour. Thank you for getting, oh my getting this far. But we're going to pull up an email. Oh, a little burpee. We're going to pull up an email <laughs> we'll right We'll skip now. our sh- socials today, because who cares? Yeah, you all know our socials links are in the description. If you're, listen- yeah, if you're listening to this, you probably follow us elsewhere, unless you just randomly came across this podcast, which if you did, hello. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, is this a... Okay, so I pulled up our email. Oh like, how do I work Gmail? I like how you have oh, I'm in promotions. Prepared. That's why it's oh so... Oh, my God. Okay, well... <laughs> And our email for today is... Oh, this is so perfect. Okay, well... Is it a question? This is from Hannah. Oh, hi, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. I met you at the event. You are an angel. I love Hannah. You are truly a blessing. Anyway, this is about... This is about what we talked about today, so okay. maybe we covered it. As a fellow Minnesotan and a new plant mom, winter is coming and I'm scared. How do you guys keep your plants happy and healthy during the winter? We got there. Do you have a favorite grow light? Oh my god, we talked we about that, that too. too. G-L-E-D. Uh, um, also, okay, the Amazon one, what's the one you got? You got the Barino yellow? Yeah, Barino. Go with the Barino yellow. I got the Moinos yellow. Barino? It's yellow, yellow, yellow. Um, yeah. Do you guys still buy plants during the winter months? Of course. Oh, yeah, we can't stop. No, people were like, I just bought Irish plant in three months. How? I'm sorry. How? <laughs> I'm sorry. How did you go that long without buying a plant? I just really don't get it. Maybe, like, are you just, are you, what's what's up with your brain where you could just do that? I don't really get it. Well, I haven't, I bought my first plant just recently, but I've been since July. Yeah, it's a lie. No. I guess you've done a bunch of trades, but, like, from buying, oh, July. But it's only, it's, it's like, September. That's not that long. But, like, what? I can't remember what plants I just bought. I bought a couple, but... Oh, it was the allocations. I literally just bought them this week. Mm-hmm. First plant since July. I never stop. I literally don't stop. I do a lot of trades, too, so... <laughs> and the last question. If so, what are your favorite local plant shops? Oh, I actually have a video of uh, local video or local plant shops on my um, Tiki Talk. I feel like Tonkadale is the best consistent winter one. Yeah, they have a lot of good stuff in the winter because they stay open and they bring in a bunch of... Now they got a lot of the cool houseplants they're starting to get back in because summer's done. We don't need all these, like, perennials or whatever, annual annuals. I don't know what the heck it is. But all these outdoor shits, we don't need it. So, I love that. Sunnyside is also really cute when it's coming up to the holidays. They close for a little bit. I love their so decor. precious in their decor. Um, Tangletown is always a good Oh my place. god, they have the best Christmas shit. So cute. Um, who else? We love all the Bachmans. We love it hanging around at Bachmans. Um, I don't know. What else? I mean, Mother's a good one for cacti. I don't go there a whole lot with, like, for just normal plant shopping. And yeah. So I'm just like, let's go check out Mother. But I did find out at Mother, um, you can buy bags of soil there. And if you bring it back, um, empty, they'll fill it back up for 30% off. What a genius idea. That is fucking awesome, right? So I bring, love that. Yeah, I bring the bag back. And I'm like, that's awesome. Because I don't know what to do with these bags. And they're pretty big, so. They're nice bags. Yeah, they're really nice. I like that they're, like, aesthetic, too. I love the design. They're, like, perfection. So, yeah, those are some good ones. 
Um, yeah, hopefully that answers that question. Thank you for your email, Hannah. We appreciate it. Yeah. Um, so we'll skip out on our socials. Thank you for listening to this extra long podcast. I don't know how we did this. We just kind of like the, okay. Out. The episode 19. I was like, oh my gosh, it's only been 17 minutes. I know. Yeah. We were kind of like, str- like trudging through and this one. We just like. And I feel like it was really fun. The last one. Yeah. And I feel like we got off topic even more. We, we, okay. we took you through it. If you are a uh, avid listener, uh, we truly appreciate you. Yeah, we love you. Thank you for putting up with us. <laughs> Who else is going to do it? No one. <laughs> we put up with each other, but it's nice that other other people put up with us too. <laughs> we feel less alone. <laughs> well, people. Here's the thing: there's more people out there like us than we think. That like oh, think absolutely. the way we do and whatever. Yeah, they're the best people. Anyways, that's the music coming on in. I was going to try to beat you to the punch. Oh, you're going to do it? <laughs> well, uh, we will see you guys the next week. I hope you have a fabulous, uh, hope, a fabulous rest of your week. You look beautiful. <laughs> they truly do. Awesome. Awesome. You Bye. guys were a treat. Thank you for listening. <laughs> Toodaloo. Toodaloo. <laughs> <laughs>